0: To the thirteenth episode of
1: look look Justin. Right we
0: just if you uh, we just got into a conversation right before this started about Lady Gaga whether she's curvy or not curvy and so I think she's a stick and Jesus thinks that she's curvy. I mean, and looking at these images now, she looks very. very
1: I don't thin. think she. Maybe she doesn't fit that like general definition of what people refer to as like voluptuous. You know, like a big like the sort of big girl curve. She just looks like skinny the big though. Asses that I like, but she, she just looks
0: skinny. To me i
1: don't think she's skinny at all really yeah i mean she's not i think she honestly i think she's got like you think the, that she's got great body that
0: makes me sad though because if this is not skinny this looks like frail to me then no, i don't like, think she's I, skinny jb i mean can you weigh in on this
1: i mean it depends because i mean these are all different eras you know what it's, i mean, I mean different years that picture she
0: is is she skinny to you or curvy well, she's, Kirby, she's skinny but, she's fit but she's
2: got just look at her legs. Like you see those those, those nude
1: video, there. those weird videos just, that she film when she's naked. You've but, seen those? She's got it, a great body. If
2: she didn't have boobs, she wouldn't be able to do under
1: boob.
0: No, but I'm saying like he like when I think of curvy, I think of like a oh like, like, like a Sophia Vergara, yeah. you like know, like B. very yeah. curvy. Yeah, like she looks yeah. like a stick to me.
1: And she's little. Like look at that picture on the far top right. JB's in the way. This one right here. That one.
0: She looks skinny, dude. She has no butt.
1: She's tits. wild, man. She's wild. She has no butt. Oh, uh, no. I disagree with that. Anyways, She's got a butt.
0: Okay. So if you're just joining us, um, we are on <laughs> Facebook Live right now. Which Great is the start. 13th episode of the El Paso Show. Uh, make sure that you subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Today, we're going to be talking about a few different things, uh, one being Lady Gaga's body. Do you think? Oh, think Do you think that she is curvy or not curvy? We're also on Facebook Live right now, so if you're watching this, feel free to comment with the dialogue. It's a um, good poll. So is Lady Gaga th- curvy, curvy or not curvy? Not curvy. I say we got one vote for not curvy.
1: Curvy for sure.
2: Guys? Uh, I think that she has a body. I don't know curvy. She's not curvy, curvy, but she does have a body. I don't,
1: yeah, she's not, not, a, not like voluptuous. Yeah. But, but she's not she's a, like no, a little, but she's not like a, like a stick. You know what I mean? No, she's got just hips. like a rabbit. Yeah, she's a Jessica Rabbit. She's got hips. She's got, you know, a, be- a behind. Oh, God. A front. I like the ones
0: when she got chubby. Like, look at this one. That's the stuff I like to see, you know? I
1: actually, oh, yeah. yeah, I like that. I, I like prefer- the, yeah,
0: the little rolls. The fup? The fup. Yeah, I like yeah. to see that.
1: I've always been partial to women with, you know, little some fup? meat on their bones. Yeah.
0: You, who wants us a little fit yeah. And stick? No offense no, I, to anybody that
1: is. I appreciate but, you know, that.
2: Right.
0: Very stuff. much because yeah. I
2: have I have a lot of it. Yeah. So I, I like want to have
1: my, my lady. partner to yeah. mirror
0: me exactly. <laughs> I want you to be skinny and <laughs> all hot. Those,
1: all those face. <laughs> <laughs> He's over here looking at the Facebook comments. <laughs>
0: like, I um, want
1: a little roly poly boyfriend.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Very <laughs> chubby
1: dad
2: bod. <laughs> yeah. I How was the, the 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 feed going? Could you hear us? Can you see us? Was there yeah, sound? I turned it
0: down. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, So we're doing it right this time. We're doing it right, yes. So today, hopefully, we're going to try to have an interview with... We got a phone call uh, for whatever reason.
2: Uh, Tell him he needs...
0: Okay, hold on. Let me tell him to... Skype uh, it up. Hang on. And let me Skype you. Should I tell him let me Skype you?
1: Yeah. (laughs) Let me Skype you.
0: Okay, so we're going <laughs> to, let me Skype you. Um, we're actually trying to have an interview. I don't know why I said that all, actually. We're trying to have an interview with a El Paso native. And so we've never done this before. We tried to phone call him in, now we're trying to Skype him in. And hopefully yeah. the Skype thing works. I think
2: he answered.
3: Did he?
4: Yep. Yeah. Hello? Hey. Hello. We got you. Hey, what's going on?
0: Hi, Tony.
4: Hey, how's it going?
0: Pretty good. How are you?
4: Pretty good. Pretty good. I can't complain. You,
0: you live in Baltimore, right?
4: Yes, ma'am.
0: What time is it there right now?
4: It is 9:45.
0: Oh, okay, cool. Very cool. So, welcome yes. to um Not Just an El Paso show the podcast. We're glad to have you on as a guest and thank you for being available for such short notice.
4: Ah, no problem. No problem. I appreciate um I appreciate you guys having me on. Cool. I'm, I'm looking forward to this, talking to some folks from the hometown.
0: Of course. So, tell us a little bit about um about your experience in El Paso. So, you live in Baltimore now, but like what is your experience with El Paso? When did you leave? Um, what high school did you go to? Kind of stuff like basics about you, I guess.
4: OK. Yeah, yeah. No problem. Um, so my parents were or my father, he was in the military. Um, so we stayed on Fort Bliss. But I think when we first got there, I was in the third grade and actually went to uh, Huey Elementary School and Ross Middle School. Huey
2: and Ross. That's where I went. Really?
4: Yes. Oh, oh cool. nice, nice. That's what's up. That's what's up. Um, so yeah, so we, we moved, uh, moved away and then we came back when I was in the 10th grade. Um, and that's where, um, uh, I wound up graduating from Chapin. Um, and I was actually in the the first graduating, first graduating class at Chapin in, uh, 2004. Whoa, Um, nice. Yeah. Yeah. And then I actually went on, um, I went to UTEP for a year and wound up running track there. Um, and then that's, I think the year after my freshman year, that's when, uh, that's when I actually moved out to Baltimore and, uh, and, and transferred out there.
0: Very cool. So you've been out in Baltimore for how many, how long?
4: Man, it's, uh, it's crazy. I've been out here for like going on 10, no, 11 years. Yeah, it to wow. be that's over crazy. 10, right? Yeah. Very yeah. cool.
0: So the, let's talk about, I guess, the, the project that you've been working on because I was, Pretty impressed with how much money that you've raised um, through the Kickstarter. So essentially, the Indies is a, a project that you've been working on that was a graphic novel um, that had a soundtrack to accompany that, and now you're working on pitching it as a TV show. Correct?
4: Um, almost, almost, okay. almost. Um, <laughs> so it actually, um, it actually started off as like me just wanting to do a mixtape. Um, as because is everybody. like I'll, I'll say to,
0: as does everybody. I've also been working on a mixtape.
4: Me too. Ah, there you go. There <laughs> you go. Um, and so when I was working on it, um, I've always wanted to, like, put people on the new music and artists that I think were dope. Um, and there are a lot of artists out there who are, um, who are, who are amazing lyricists, but they just don't get the, get the recognition that they deserve. Um, and so I'm just like, well, I'm going to do something to, like, really put them on. Um, but if we're, if I'm, if I'm being honest with myself, um, probably before, like this phone call, like you had never heard of DJ Tony Drake before. Um, uh, yeah, we had so like it. my name, <laughs> <laughs> so my name isn't big enough to like give them that platform that they need. And so I had to think of something different to do. And I said, well, what if I actually like turned it into a cartoon, like something like the, something like the gorillas, but kind of go a little bit deeper. Um, and so that's when I was just like, all right, well, Like I I wrote something up and um, it actually came out pretty dope. And so I just kept on. I just kept on going with it.
0: Very cool. And it says you've been working on it for the past five or six years. So did you actually draw the images that are in the or the artwork, I guess? Or how did you go about commissioning someone to do that kind of work for you?
4: Um, So I I was the one that wrote out the, the, the story and I had these characters in my head. And I had been working with an artist um, who goes by Brain Art um, out in Baltimore. And so what I was doing is that I was helping him at different festivals and kind of managing his booths um, and kind of seeing how the whole artistic community kind of kind of operates and taking notes. Um, And so I got with him um, to actually help design the characters. Cool. And what we did was um, at that point I was living out in Baltimore. Um, but I said, I want to pour myself into this project. So what I did was um, uh, I flew myself and 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 Art. We actually went back to El Paso um, and we did all the characters designs in El Paso. Um, and I had a couple of friends that work for a company called Common Peoples out mm-hmm. there. Um, and they actually helped design um, all the clothing that the characters have. Cool. Um, I, I felt as if though it was important um, that El Paso kind of be a part of this as well. Totally. Um, yeah. So that's 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 kind of how how the how the um, the art kind of came uh, came around.
0: Cool. And on your Kickstarter page, you mentioned a lot of uh, other cartoons like the Boondocks, um, Afro Samurai, um, Samurai Shampoo. <laughs> yeah, Samurai Shampoo. <laughs> so how? I mean, it's been a while since cartoons like that have been around right like if there hasn't been anything like that for a while would you say
4: no no i, I agree with you completely yeah. um which is mind-boggling to me um because yeah. i like i have never met anyone that's just like ah, oh, no i really don't like samurai Champloo, or i really don't like the brooddox right? like <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> everyone <laughs> everyone loves those shows which is crazy to me on why we don't have more of those types of shows yeah. um and i was i was uh Like when you do get a a show that revolves around um, like hip hop or or minorities, like a lot of times you'll get it where like they're actually exploiting the culture Mm -hmm. or just giving you stereotypes. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And so like seeing that, um, like I used to complain about it, but then I was like, you know what, let me stop complaining and like actually do something about it. And, and that's why I also wanted to bring um, I wanted to bring the, the indies to television um, to have something uh, to have something different.
0: And that's part of what your Kickstarter is raising money for, right, to get the indies onto a TV show. Um, and I think that you made like a really good point in saying that, you know, minorities are kind of underrepresented on TV and cartoons. Um, and if we are, it's very stereotypical. Um, so yeah. how important is it to you because you only have until October second to raise the fifty thousand dollars, right? Which is what you're trying to raise. Oh my God! Um, and so since yesterday, you've it's gone up though. You raised it's at twenty seven now, and it used to yeah. be yesterday. I think it was twenty four. Um right. So how are you? I mean are you nervous about not being able to make your goal? Because I, when I spoke with you previously, you said it's all or nothing. So how is confident it- are you that you can meet that goal?
4: Um, I'm actually I'm actually really confident um, right now because um, it was actually a uh, a person like right now I'm at the Baltimore Comic Con this whole weekend. Cool. Um, So there are a ton of people that are coming over and we're we're um, that's how we were able to make that big jump. Um, But they brought it up to me that we've raised twenty seven thousand dollars in twenty seven days. That's awesome. Um, Yeah. 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 It's 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 mind boggling to me. So we have we have nine days left. And we have the rest of this weekend and we also have next weekend. Um, So we can just do just a little bit better than what we've been averaging. Uh Um, We can meet our goal. Um, And the thing about Kickstarter is that usually you have a a surge at the beginning and a surge at the end. So we're we're due for a surge. So we can we can really we can we can make it. We can make it.
0: We believe in you, too. And so where can yeah. people uh, donate or give money to the Kickstarter if they wanted to do so or learn more about your project um, and kind of see what you're about?
4: Yeah, they go to uh, bluegeekmusic.com. Um, they have their, their Kickstarter link is up there. Um, you can go. You can check that out. Um, once you get to the Kickstarter link, you'll be able to see um, a lot of our rewards as far as the posters um, we also have a, uh, a five inch vinyl toy. That's one of our rewards. Cool. Um, that's cool. Those are really well popular.
3: As, yeah.
4: yeah. And as, as well as a, um, we have a free web comic, um, that we've been putting out to promote the Kickstarter, um, which is actually, uh, doing surprisingly well. Like I, I just kind of thought it was a side thing, but like people are really into it and are subscribing it, subscribing to it. So that's, that's really dope.
0: Awesome. Very cool. So thank you so much, Mr. Lambert, for being a guest on our show today. And we are pulling for you 100% that yes. you make that $50,000 and we can't wait to see it on our Hulu, Netflix, you know, yeah. whatever streaming, yeah, YouTube Red, yeah. somewhere. Um, That's a cool thing right now TVs. is like
1: there's so many different platforms for, for people to get content out there that, you know, there's a really good shot. I mean, I hope it gets out there on yeah, something. For sure. Anything, yeah. you know, I so many options. It. I
4: And and just just one last thing I want to say to everybody listening out there, Um, like at this point, like I'm not supposed to be at this point where we have twenty seven thousand dollars raised. Usually it's people that are from Hollywood or New York um, that are doing something like this. But like I'm just a a regular guy from El Paso that lives out in Baltimore. Um, So like if if I can do something like this, then like anyone else who's out there that's listening, they can do whatever they want to do. Um, because I didn't go to school for this. Like I just woke up one day and said, "This was what I want to do," and mm-hmm. I'm out there trying to do it. So hopefully, this can inspire people just to to go out and do whatever it is that you want. You just gotta you just gotta get out there and do it. I
0: awesome. feel inspired. I got goosebumps yeah. when you say I know, that. I was right? like, "Damn, I we're believe gonna, you. Let's do it."
4: We're gonna get the band back together.
3: It? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're gonna do
2: something. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'm
3: gonna go bring oh, June Seba up. back from the dead. <laughs> can I ask uh what is your favorite season or maybe favorite episode of the Boondocks? Oh man, don't
4: do that to me. Don't do that. How
3: to about you. like your favorite character then, if it's easier?
4: Uh nah, So um my favorite character. My favorite character. Um actually I would have to go with Uncle Ruckus, <laughs> I with yeah. Uncle Ruckus. but it's because um, when I was doing my radio show, we actually had characters from the Boondocks come on. So I actually got to interview Uncle Ruckus Whoa. and had him curse me out and everything. So That's cool. yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Very cool. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Mr. Anthony, for hanging out with us. Um, and like I said, we're pulling for you 150 percent. Well, we're going to plug the shit out of you. So um, yeah. right. we're, right. we're, we're, we're with you, dude.
4: Cool. I appreciate it. I appreciate it.
0: Of course. Have a great evening and take it easy and we'll see you soon.
4: All right. Thanks. You okay. too. Thank Bye. You. Bye. Thanks.
1: Peace. Have a good night. Cool. That's really neat.
0: That was Mr. Anthony Lambert, a local El Paso native living out in Baltimore, Maryland. Um, he's has a Kickstarter for the yep. Indies, and animated shorts he's trying to get on TV. Um, and he's currently raised 27000 of his $50,000 goal. And he has about nine days to finish it. And it's an all yeah. or nothing kind of thing. Um, so if you want to donate, make sure you go to Kickstarter. dot com slash project slash
2: Blue Geek And it's up on our screen right now, so you can see what it looks yeah, like. I and should you cannot go check miss out it. the
1: poster. Yeah, like, at least look at the, yeah, the Kickstarter, cool. the poster. It's real cool. The I like. Artwork. I've always
3: liked that. Art I wanted style. to ask him uh, something about these characters, but maybe he had to. Maybe I should have. But <laughs> <laughs> all the characters look have. interesting, you know. And if they're all assassins, you know, I could see definitely where they all, you know.
0: Yeah, the, he told yeah. me yesterday that the main character is a Latino
2: and half, half Latino, yeah. half black. I think so. It's kind of, but he didn't want to give up too much information, right? Yeah. So oh, sorry.
3: yeah, yeah.
0: Because he has, uh, I guess, like some legal things going yeah. on with like rec- with uh, networks and stuff like that. Oh. So, but yeah, so we hope he he yes. does it. And that was like a El Paso, not just an El Paso. First, we had a yeah. phone yeah. in guest yeah. that actually yeah. did pretty well. Yeah. It didn't suck. Yeah. So, um. yeah. <laughs> what,
2: what I really like is like he. he See, I liked Samurai Champloo. And my favorite uh, hip-hop artist slash producer was uh, Jun Seba and uh, Shing O2. They were a a group uh, that was uh, part of what's called Hideout Productions. And uh, they did the same, something similar to what he's doing. They got together with this artist and they were like, we really love music and we really want to put this like graphic novel together f- with the music that we create. Uh-huh. Can you do something like that? And that's when Sham and Sam- was born. And um they they went on to produce other great music other stuff that's great out there that you can go check out um for yourself. It's really cool music. It's hip hop, but it's it's a little bit it's it's interesting. You have to you have to listen to it. I can't really like explain it, but um I've been dying for something like that to come back because I've... Hopefully this is it. Yeah. And it sounded like it when we were watching the documentary. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. This is very reminiscent of that. Mm -hmm. That's awesome.
0: Cool. Can't wait. Some people on the live feed are asking, where is Emily at? Emily had a family Uh, emergency and she couldn't make it today. Yeah. Um, But she will be here next time. Uh, So we kind of jumped into the thing like we, we started did. with Gaga and then we yeah. just <laughs> ran into the interview it's been very crazy uh, okay so I kind of needed some advice guys and can I can I ask the audience and you guys for
3: advice about it's not, sure. it's not about what happened last night no
0: it's about the damn dog okay <laughs> dog. so every morning I come out of my apartment ready to go to work and there's a woman that lives behind us with her dog and the grass she has grass in front of her apartment too we have grass in front of ours yeah. and so the woman goes out doesn't have her dog pee in front of her grass Where the grass oh. is so lush and beautiful She brings the dog to our side To piss on our grass Every single morning well, yeah.
3: There's a lot of uh, I guess I don't know When dogs pee a lot on the grass You can see where they start to make those dead yellow yes. spots yeah. So should it's I It's shitty grass on our side
0: Should I tell the management <laughs> Literally Should I call shitty. the manager
2: Okay
3: so they're, yeah, I would
1: talk to her first Don't you think That's
2: the thing Um, For apartments, uh, it works a little bit different than if you own a home. If you own a home... Fuck yeah, you! It's true because yeah.
1: it's like not really like your lawn. Yeah. yeah,
0: and then I have to like live behind her, and she could like—I mean, you know—so like,
2: and you—you'll have to live next to her for, for the rest of your life, putting well, it in
1: paper for, bags yeah. and like putting it at your doorstep.
0: But am I making a big deal about it, or is that kind of fucked up?
1: Well, it's no, a big deal. I think if you're like coming out every day to work or school or something, or I mean, not school, but you know, what I mean, you're leaving yeah. your apartment every day, and you're like. Like, it, like, if it's excessive or if it's, like, all over the place and the dog's just crapping. Because, you know, what? here's what's, like, okay, our friend, uh, Cesar, a good friend of ours, lives in an apartment complex out in San Antonio. Nice little, you know, nice, modest place. I think your, your guys, the place where you guys live, I think, is a little bit nicer, honestly. And they have, like, this little, cool little park. He's got a dog. He takes it out and, you know, goes and craps and shits. But everybody's required to clean it up.
0: Yeah.
3: Um, I mean, of course, not Which, peeing. But, but what I about mean, urine? Yeah, urine. So the
0: dog's not shitting. The dog is just pissing. And our grass uh, looks awful because it's dead. And her grass is so lush and nice, and like the we pay for all that stuff. And I feel like piss on your own fucking lawn. And not to mention that from her doorstep, five feet away is an actual dog park that says dog park.
1: So she could take the dog to pee there. Yeah, because I was about to. That was my next question. Like, isn't there like don't you guys Isn't there like a designated little parkish area?
0: Right. Like literally, she could freaking hear like five feet away from her front door. And I don't yeah. s- but I like, don't know if I'm making a big deal about it or if, it sh- if I should actually say something.
1: I don't know. That's a tough one. I don't know. Because then, then you never yeah. know if it might backfire. And then you know, you're going to be well, living there with somebody that you uh, started
3: shit with. Well, and, we're not going to start shit. I mean, just be like, hey.
1: But then sure. she could easily counter you and just say, well, it's not really your lawn. But so say something
2: anonymously. Okay. Like uh, with the management yeah. to say, hey, yeah. look, we want to keep this anonymous because we want to be able to coexist yeah. with our neighbors. Yeah. And we don't want to, like, cause, like, a huge ruckus. However, it does kind of suck. Yeah. If you could kindly let her, her know. know. To
0: piss on your own fucking side yeah. or the dog park.
2: To fucking piss. Where, okay. Yeah. Take your dog where it needs to fucking go.
0: And what do the people think? I want to know what everyone yeah, else thinks because- online
1: yeah maybe I think that might be the smart move is talk to management mm-hmm. but then but then you never know if they're gonna bother doing anything about it. You may have to like press them to do it more what if as I opposed to maybe sign. just having an honest like super friendly conversation when you catch out there and just say, You know, approach it in like a super careful, nice way, and I think you can probably be reasonable and get away with it well you gotta see
3: it. if it's like it's a dog if they're going but if they're attacking then like yeah i'm
0: always super confrontational i mean you guys kind of know me and i'm always like yeah. i wanted to tell her something but then i was like no like this is probably not the best move but okay so maybe i'll say something
1: <sighs> i guess you know it just depends maybe on maybe i'll you.
0: say something <sighs> screw that okay yeah. so anywho's <laughs> jumping into this week's topics um you okay yeah i was yeah? just reading the screen okay
2: <laughs> uh,
0: jumping into this week's topics, a lot of things have been going on in El Paso lately. And there is this crazy divide between new and old and the south side of El Paso and architecture and old people versus young people. <laughs> Um, and so, yeah, and there are many sides, there there are many, many sides, sides yeah. to There's this situation, so many sides,
2: to this. So, many sides. so
1: many sides, good people, on both good
2: sides. people on both sides.
0: <laughs> so as many. everybody I'm sure is familiar with Duranguito is El Paso's first neighborhood that is up for, they want Duranguito. to put a Murphy and I hate re going over Southern Oregon because everybody fucking knows, I feel like, right. They want to put a multicultural center there. The city voted on it. There wasn't anything in the ballot that said sports and now it's tied up in court and biz the uh, the city used eminent domain to get the residents out of there so they could do this is there going to be sports though no so the judge ruled that there could not be sports because and then people are saying like well then why even fucking build it if there's no sports
2: i think that was the whole reason they put that stipulation in there in the first place was so that they wouldn't build it because Mm -hmm. if there is no sports then why build it yeah like i i if we can't use the goddamn thing why the are we gonna build? I al- it, like. Well,
1: I always heard that it wasn't intended for sports to begin with. Isn't that how it started? I heard that it was a very rushed
2: They're thing gonna that
0: they put on the ballot. Use it
1: as
2: an amphitheater. That it was supposed to be a multi-purpose
1: like arena for like yeah. more like entertainment, shows, shows, as yeah, so opposed that, to like, sports. So what that sports like, Justin
2: Timberlake there? can come,
1: Oh uh, right? uh, which you love, yeah, yeah. yeah. which you
0: freaking love. JB can't freaking wait for that.
1: Like I'm all Concert. for sports, <laughs> but like what sports would we put there? Soccer, even? I don't know, wrestling, yeah, wrestling stuff. That
3: would like, I mean, yeah, but they can Hey, still, wrestling would be cool. They
1: can still do that because sport wrestling. Well, yeah, like wrestling isn't. It's not a sport. It's
3: it's a it's a. It's <laughs> it not.
1: No, I'm not going to say something shitty about it. It's they call it. a, It's a. Oh my god, I'm blanking on it, but it's something. It's like a performance art. It's like an entertainment. So
0: they can not have
1: sports. It's sports entertainment, I guess you could say, the- but it's not a sport
0: the judge ruled that there can't be any scoreboards there can't be any Yeah,
1: like no jumbotrons. No wood
0: floors. Yeah, stuff like really? that. Yeah, yeah, no wood floors, I think. Oh, like a
1: basketball arena yeah. type thing. Yeah.
0: So but I mean the whole argument How is like dumb. do we even want do we want the the arena? Do we no. want the the whole thing to happen? And that's the huge debate is we're trying to gentrify a lot of our community which is like kind of like this ethnic cleansing of, there. of our community, <laughs> and like some so people so want it, yeah. some people don't want it. A lot of people say, "Who cares? Let's move on with the like. Forget about the old. We don't care about this neighborhood because you know it's old and ugly." And I I completely agree with that. I feel like the building owner should have been held responsible um, and been accountable for maintaining those buildings. I mean, Billy yeah. Abraham owns like half of downtown, and all those buildings are shit.
2: Where, but see, where was this voice years ago? I know. That's the other and that's thing. another...
0: Yeah. But why does... Why? Like, why, though? Like, where did... All, like, everything just fell through the <laughs> cracks, why? you know? But why? It why? all just fell through the cracks. <laughs> so there's sure. this um, article that... It was a really poorly written article by Trisha at KISS FM um, about, like, a personal <laughs> opinion article uh, about another article uh, that came out in the Texas Tribune. Um, and so this one the senator uh, of el paso senator jose rodriguez um, was quoted as saying that what is not going to cramp him oh, he's quoted as saying to capture what el paso really is you need to accept the mexicanness the american mexican and indigenous roots of el paso he says there are too many people who say i want us to move away from that i want us to be like gringolandia like all the other <laughs> homogenized american cities el paso is unique you can't find a place like this anywhere else uh, and a lot of people took offense to that, to the term Gregolandia, And they're doing this whole <laughs> reverse racism argument, which I think is not valid at all.
3: Racism is. is racism, bro. Stop. I agree with that.
0: You can't reverse. And they're saying this is reverse racism. Like you can't.
3: Reverse El Paso it? is
0: 80 Hispa- percent or 90 percent Hispanic. You can't say that as a white person in this community, you have been marginalized because the one percent that is white is running this town. Yeah. So you can't say that you're not okay. that you're not being represented.
1: Yeah, for sure poorly i think in el paso it's fair to say that because of the community being the demographics <laughs> being what they are but in other places you know it's not it's, it's uh, i'm sure white r- i agree with aldo i think you know i th- honestly really believe that i believe racism is racism, No, dude. that's not it at yeah. all when has a, but it doesn't when apply has a, to the situation though when
0: has a white person i'm saying as a whole not even just commu- like in el paso like oh. if you take it out when has a white person ever been okay not well uh, provided service or been looked down upon or anything that's happened
1: okay but that's you're de- you're de- you're trying to define racism then by like you're comparing it to like say what a black person has dealt with or, or somebody of color yeah, yeah. but what um, what I'm ta- what I'm trying to get at is like let's look up the literal definition of okay. what right. racism is but okay. uh, it's racism you don't have to be denied a freaking a, a cheeseburger at Wendy's because you're black so, or because you're white it, You people could honestly hate Certain groups of people because
3: of, of innate that's, that's
1: hatred or that's what it is. bigotry and that's racism, dude.
3: But I was gonna say you know how, when I say racism is racism, I meant that like uh, like I'm pretty sure that uh, a white person coined that term reverse racism because they're like, hey, yeah, that's, that way it's supposed to be the other way around. That's reverse. You and know?
0: it's funny because all of a sudden, like they're crying reverse racism and like they don't like it when it's done to them, like, but they'll do it to other but people. Like,
1: cause, yeah, because like racism, you know, uh, you know, you, the United States does not own a fucking monopoly on racism there's other countries in the world where they're all people that are, they're all brown. Can you believe that? Browns and browns hating other browns. And that's racism. That's
0: another thing that I was going to bring up. That's what's happening in
1: like Malaysia. And And all
4: over the world. We
0: don't
1: own a monopoly on racism. So racism cannot be defined by just the way Americans coexist. It's also, it's a thing. It's just the way we are. We're tribal.
0: I don't personally believe reverse racism exists. No, I don't don't either at all. I think it's ridiculous. But I agree with you is that there's like self-hating... Mexicans and blacks and like prejudice, prejudice, prejudice and it's racism within your own culture and community. That is yeah. fucked See, up. See,
1: I don't understand that argument about the self-hating thing. How does that apply to this weird Duranguito so arena? So a thing? lot of
0: people were, well, okay, so self-hating, I was looking at, um I was reading some stuff about like DACA, it's not, we're like, to Duranguito, but. Like uh, some stuff about DACA and like yeah. a lot of people were commenting on the KFOX uh, Facebook feed, like saying like, send all the Mexicans back. They're using up all of our resources, you know, that whole kind of argument. Yeah. And these people had Hispanic surnames. And I'm confused by that because I feel like where well, they have the mentality and a lot of people in my family do, too, that I did it so you can do it, too. And well, I'm not going to fucking help you because I didn't get any help. And so they look down on them and I feel like it's a lot of the second generation Americans that do that that's that are property owners say, yeah. here because they yeah. have that mentality like I pulled myself up by my bootstraps nobody fucking helped me I didn't take handouts and you're gonna do it too and that's what I think yeah. is like that self-loathing. Of them, yeah, thing. yeah I
1: read I saw this really interesting video a couple like this past week on, on YouTube that was talking about like different uh, types of uh, political ideologies and stuff mm-hmm. and uh, they, there's this little brief little aside where the guy talks about how Hispanics are actually kind of really unique in that they're a minority but yet a lot of them tend to not be as predictably minority in their in their political viewpoints, because even despite the Catholicism, mm-hmm. like me- Hispanics tend to be very kind of they can kind of float either way. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of people would expect them to vote like, let's say, like a black, like black people, like African-Americans, you know, tend to be like hyper liberal, mm-hmm. mostly on the liberal side for obvious reasons. But Hispanics are kind of different. They're especially, split. Yeah, they're split. That's which weird. is really weird. Yeah, yeah, I'll send you guys the thing it's a really cool video
0: are we offended though by the term Gringolandia are we offended by the fact that he said that do you think no. that's a poor representation of
1: I, I <laughs>
2: honestly like I don't I think it's really cool. know what the hell he's talking about like I yeah I don't get I it I think he was I think he was co- trying to coin a phrase and like yeah. make it cool right he was probably fucking yes. saying
1: that shit to himself like all yes. morning <laughs> he was like I'm gonna uh, make yeah. I'm
2: gonna spin this as a term Gringolandia that sounds
1: cool and I think it's just it's stupid I,
2: think I really he, think
1: it's a stupid I think it's I mean when I hear it it makes me chuckle it I does
0: the term as a, not like we don't want white people here, but as like a ethnic cleansing of our culture because yeah. in bringing arenas and demolishing the things that are important to our city, what happens to our culture? Because people have the argument like, well, it's in history books. But I mean, like look at cities like Santa Fe. They have the old town and then they have the new town. Mm-hmm. Albuquerque has an old town and a new town. And you can yeah, have both and true. coexist in the same place.
2: But are yeah. yeah. also think about it this way. Where is New Mexico at, as far as like, uh, and and you can even call it like party politics, but where are they, as far as like politics are concerned? They're liberal. We are in a red state. It's completely different. So, no, they're different. Republican.
0: Their their governor's Republican.
2: But most most of the the New Mexicans are are liberal, but that, that they are. I mean, they've yeah, got the people that legalized yeah. marijuana.
3: They so appreciate
2: art. It's a little bit different. Yeah. But I think that than it is Santa here, is but like they can a liberal exist. Haven. Old
0: and new can exist in the same city. Sure. And yeah. I think the whole but argument.
2: But not every city does that.
0: And it sucks though, because like that you is just look at San who We are like, don't you want your daughter to be like this? Is, you are Mexican, and this is your culture. And look at all this cool history about this building and let's go downtown and touch it and look at it. And she remembers that I've when she's that. older, you know? I've and, like, that's, that like, her. a cool story she has to tell. And she has an identity, you yeah. know?
2: We, we've we actually done that several times. Uh, when, we, when we went last year when they opened up the uh, San Jacinto Plaza, I took her down there and I did give her a little history lesson because uh, I wanted her to know a little bit about what our city was all about. And I think that it is important to um, make sure that we – uh, take care of our 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 heritage and our culture. However, um, there's not always there's not always a way for us to do that. Um, and not we there, if I had unlimited funds, I would have helped stop uh, the that project from moving forward because there's a ton of other places they could build that damn yeah. arena. Uh, it doesn't have to be there. However, but there's nothing that we can do about it right now that this conversation should have happened a lot long, a lot, a long time, time ago. ago. Yeah. That, that's the, that's the horrible part is we have to have this conversation now, but it's actually moot.
0: Don't you think that it's part of a bigger conversation though? Because this is, sure. I feel like this is the beginning, the sure. small rock that's going to so, start this whole other And that's thing, great you though. Know? At
2: least, at least it's doing that. So when we move forward with uh, other projects, that might encroach on some of our culture and our heritage. We can remember this, remember the Alamo, mm-hmm. <laughs> but we can remember that and say, look, okay, now we're going to put our foot down. Yeah. And I think that's where it's more important. We should be putting our foot down from this point on. It, whatever happened, happened, and it's going to happen. We can't stop it. <laughs> However, from this point on, it's let's put change. our foot yeah. down and let's change things. And that's our responsibility because that's going gonna, gonna to be what, where we're going to be living when we grow older.
0: Yeah. And what kind of city do we want our kids to live in? Yes. You know, And that's, I think, where a lot of us are divided.
1: Well, okay. And I think that's a, that's a smart argument to make, too. What kind of city do I want my kids to grow up in? Right? So, so that's, a, that's the... Like, mm-hmm. I can see where this, is, where this stuff is coming from, like the desire for these types of things. Because... Like, if you ask me, what kind of, what do I want my kids to be able? I want my kids to like also. I don't have kids, but if I had kids, mm-hmm. I would also want my kids to live in a modern city that has things and opportunities for of them course. to do and jobs. And I mean, I'm sorry, I don't care. I have fucking entertainment, why not? They we, should. They deserve it. We and, deserve it. We and, should yeah. Have and I think too. that so. I think that argument can go both ways because it's like, okay, well, do you want also the history? And of course, I don't think we should demolish history for the sake of providing those things. But like I think we talked about it, Eileen, that you know, there's like there's a push and pull, and sometimes things just.
0: We're all going to have to give up a little Somebody something. Somebody has to give up yeah. a little
1: something. And I think in El Paso, it's a little bit weird, too, because they're trying to emulate the way a lot of major cities do this kind of stuff, mm-hmm. which is it's in your downtown hub, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. We're trying to be like San Antonio. We don't have a fucking... Yeah. It's actually funny because we have, like, like at one time, what was one of the largest, most powerful, vigorous rivers in all of the world. <laughs> can, true. It's fucking dried out now. And San Antonio's got, like, this basically just what amounts moat. to, like, a moat, yeah. like a canal that they just pump water... <laughs> they pump water yeah. into it. Anyway, but no just to finish my point it's that I think El Paso's also location wise is really weird because a lot of people try to say there's all kinds of other fucking locations to build it and you're right But nobody fucking goes there. Case in point, I'm going to give you a great example. Cohen Stadium. Yeah. It's fuck after the baseball thing fucking went through. Cohen Stadium is a fucking dog park now. Mm -hmm. Nobody comes out to the Northeast. And it's a great park. I used to have so many good times watching baseball games at Cohen Stadium with my parents. I loved it, man. It's a nice little park, dude. Yeah, And I I miss it. But nobody wants to come out here. Dude, you remember how they couldn't pay anybody to b- build something in there? Hey, Talking about Jamie a Hey, Jamie actually
0: lives here, okay? We're in a house in the Northeast. Be sensitive. No,
1: it. I like it. Hey. No, no, yeah. I, I get you guys. Yeah. No, that's <laughs> my. <smart. laughs> no, no, that's my point. My point is that it's sad because the, nobody will, like, they can't make anything happen out here like that. huh. So I think the reason, like, you know, they're trying to cram everything into downtown because that's downtown. Yeah. And it's the revitalization of downtown. We have that bomb-ass... Base, bas, baseball stadium sorry which is a beautiful thing you know they're trying to like I mean they're trying to gentrify downtown yeah. they're trying to do they that they want to improve mm-hmm. the quality but of that's the life. where most of yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, it is. but
0: that is mm-hmm. where our history is the most right yeah. like we don't have history have you read anything about what happened in the northeast of El Paso in 19 whatever
2: yeah Pretty do you? much. Really? Yeah, that, do you know? I think there were some tumbleweeds, <laughs>
0: maybe some coyotes. Somebody rolled
2: through. Yeah. Uh, like that, that is where our know, history Some mountain lions killed some deer, I believe. in right in the border this house is,
0: there was killed a deer? mountain
2: lion killing some
3: deer. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so what does, what I guess, everybody uh, watching us think? What kind of El Paso do you want your kids to grow up in?
3: I think in terms of America, it's like get rid of the old shit and put some new stuff there. Uh, something that has history. I mean, aside from like the Alamo, I mean, it's gonna turn into a parking garage. You know, it's gonna yeah. turn. You know, and next door is gonna be the stadium or whatever. And, you know.
1: And I also think, like, I'm just gonna play Devil's Advocate on this. There wasn't there. I mean, there ain't. There is no fucking shit going on in Duranguito. I'm so sorry. I mean, I know it's a historic old community, man, but those buildings were fucking dilapidated. There were no businesses down there aside from like maybe like...
0: But they did renovate the sidewalks. They did put a park down there. There is a fire station, a police station. Like not all of it is shit.
1: No, True. it's not all shit. But there's also... There's also... I guess my point that I'm making is nobody goes there for anything. And There's and no... The, nobody goes there for anything.
2: And the other issue was... Unless we're was, passing through, going um, to a bar. What I was... We had uh, talked about it in the messaging before... But the other issue is how much it costs to actually rent a space in downtown El Paso now Mm -hmm. (coughs) because um, they charge now for stuff. So it's like for a small little studio in Duranguito was like $2,000 a month, Mm -hmm. which is pretty expensive for something that's, you know, it's kind of out of the way and there's no parking. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to have a business there, who's going to be able to park? Who's going to be able to walk into your business? And you're paying $2,000 a, a good, month. Yeah. That's such
1: a good point because like, even think about how bombed that area gets for parking yeah. just for people trying to go to like the Union District. Oh, yeah. they're going to put it in, in Barrio. There's nowhere to park, man. They're going
0: to put a parking garage in Simunda Barrio and they're going to flatten everything <laughs> there, too. Gonna, they're
1: just going <laughs> to They're going to raise it <laughs> yeah, and turn it into <laughs> exactly. There's a song that they talk yeah. about that, uh, put up a parking lot. That's what that shit's about. Oh, Something... Yeah. It's about raise it to the ground and put up a parking lot.
2: Another thing that you have to pay for... When you're going to be renting out a space, and this is what happened to one of my friends who was trying to open up a restaurant in downtown right next to International, by the way. Um, and so they were, they were going to get it rent-free for a year. But the problem was uh, the city of El Paso has this weird little uh, tax or something like that where if it's a, an old building, you have to pay for the renovations to bring it back up to code and up to date. So it was gonna cost them ninety thousand dollars just to be able to move into the place. That's not including their rent or their lease. Yeah. So they kinda almost don't want locals to move, to move into, into the them. downtown area. Yeah. They it's want so some they want big people yeah. to come in.
1: And that's another thing Alina and I talked about is also like, you know, looking at maybe the positive sides to it is also like you can tell they want they're trying to make those that space for to two, two Bring business yes. outside business yes. into the city,
0: and what does that mean yes. for the business that are already there? Like, there's yeah. the Dream Chasers Club, Bowie Feathers, Tricky Falls all Fall stuff on the opposite side. Well, yeah, what side, is their yeah. stuff? There's, it's yeah, popping I mean, there. Like, yeah, what does that, that mean that does, for those?
1: That I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, I but I I do kind of see how there are some positives to that. You know, because these new things. I mean, yeah, some of us, depending on your proclivities and what you like or not, yeah, you may balk at it. Some may balk at it and say, well, "Who needs that shit? We don't need another Top Golf or something." Mm-hmm. And I, I don't. I, I mean, I'm not into golf. Top golf is whatever to me. I'm not probably never go. But I can't deny that it's a pretty big business that's going to attract other businesses. That's going to attract yeah. jobs. And there's like. But then that's your brother, sister, or future children could end up working there, and you know, and it provides income and brings revenue, brings tourism to the city. But too But I feel
0: like that is the it's like the chicken or the egg argument. Yeah. Like, is it the businesses that bring the jobs, or is it the jobs that bring the business? Like, how do you? Which one comes first? What do you? Which like you know. Is it gonna yeah. be are we is gonna create a, a bring the bill jobs uh, or the jobs that- are we gonna create like a multi cent a multi purpose center whatever a top golf and is that stuff gonna bring more investors and more jobs, or should we be developing our our educated here? And making our university stronger, making well, our community stronger to attract those people. I think
1: that these things can also work in tandem with that because, yes. like again, you're also you're bringing businesses here that'll have a foothold in the city, which could make it like you know we always talk about ourselves, complain about how it's really hard for people of our generation, edge college educated, to get jobs, to find jobs. Yeah, these are businesses that are coming that could get us a job. But are we really going to top golf? I mean well no really I'm just using chocolate them chocolate. as an example. But you know what I mean like there would there there would be more things here which would incentivize people to possibly stay.
3: You know, I would mm-hmm. say focus on education, but then you have uh Anthony, uh was, did, I didn't go to school for this, you know.
2: Right. <laughs> no, I think you should that. I didn't education. either. I didn't go to school. Well, this is what I went to school for, but I didn't go to school for a gradu uh for graphic design. Yeah, I'm not doing Sick. what
1: I went to school for.
2: That's so I mean a lot of a lot of people didn't um But I I think that what would be kind of better for the city to do is to do what what Jesus was saying. Do a little bit of both. Let's bring those outside businesses in. But at the same time, let's incentivize uh, locals creating business. So let's give them a tax break because they're creating a local business and they're
1: creating jobs. So they they do that in San Antonio. Yeah, they, they shouldn't be like sacrificed at the altar, right. <laughs> you know And mean? that's
2: the thing. That's, and that's exactly what happened with Bend downtown over Dream
1: Chasers Club. Yeah. No, so
0: that's that another happen. kind of thing. So uh, El Paso was vying for the second headquarters Amazon. up,
1: Too how dumb. So I, I, <laughs> I, mean, the, I mean, I guess it's cool, right, that we throw our hat into the ring. The but,
0: RFP for that is like five pages long, and you have to prove like so many things, like uh, the universities, the medium income, the amount you, of people, blah blah. blah.
1: Have you heard about all the thirsty shit that some cities have been doing to get no, them, dude? Like, what? Tucson sent them, literally sent into Seattle a giant saguaro cactus.
0: No, stop. I'm serious. Frisco, oh Frisco, God. Texas,
1: where the Cowboys just built that ridiculous uh, cult of Jerry Jones building thing. Yeah. Uh, they, they came up with this super cheesy YouTube video advertising themselves. Oh like, it's God. the Frisco way. Like, cities, like, cities, dude, mayors are like super thirsty. To get on that Amazon.
0: <laughs> El Paso, like, uh, what's his name? He's going to send a Hyundai. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he's just, he's like he's if one. you ask somebody here in El Paso, it'd be like, send them some Chico's.
3: They're all soggy when they get there. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, I like crazy. them when they're soggy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me, me too. too. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> that's,
0: that's, Damn, we should go to Chico's. Yeah, so. right?
2: Okay, we should have thing. Chico's while we... Do, do this? the podcast. We should have
0: Chico sponsor us. Yeah. Chico, you yeah. want to sponsor us?
3: Yeah. Get on Fuck, that. Anybody's yeah. listening, I'll have a triple.
2: So how's everything <laughs> going on the, the comment wire? Do we have anybody commenting so that someone we need a just shout just to shout out to? Liz Uh
3: our mandaras supported, uh, the dog should piss on their side.
0: <laughs> no, of... piss on her yard. Hello. Oh,
3: oh <laughs> I totally read it wrong.
0: <laughs> no, they yeah. want me to piss on her yard, which I did think about. <laughs>
3: Uh, Piss on burnt. her yeah. just go pee on her yard I'm gonna, yeah. oh, my pee bad on her. I yeah. can't read
0: <laughs> that's why we need education guys
3: yes <laughs> yep. yes um, I am a teacher
0: and so uh, Adrian Chacon uh, wants to know who is the gay dude in the black hat
1: yeah that's uh, that's not very first of all it's not very <laughs> it's, PC it's actually and uh, secondly the hat is actually navy blue
0: and yeah. Steven thank What's up, man? he said sup <laughs> baby girls
1: I think he's talking to me better not be hey man thanks for listening
0: thank you Steven and Liz Burt and Adrian we're gonna play some
1: Halo 5 Ricardo
0: Villagran said wow cool I hope that Anthony reaches his goal yep Uh, us too us too yeah so cool yeah it's really cool so another El Paso, uh, El Paso news.
1: more.
2: Uh, wow, we're, we're on. This is an El Paso show this now. This is an El Paso this show today. Like yeah. waves Paso. Oh, my that God. It's
1: some
0: crazy shit. We're gonna so, ch- can we
1: just change this to, gr- can we just officially change this to the Gringolandia, gringolandia
2: <laughs> show? <laughs> we should.
0: The Gringolandia show?
1: We should just name this podcast
2: Gringolandia.
3: But
0: we only have one. We don't have, I mean, you're half white, right? Does well, it matter? Half white, yeah. Hmm.
3: Gringolandia. I, Why, I, like uh, it. I don't even identify as white.
0: What do you identify as?
3: Mexican and Italian, because it's cooler. You but you're
0: fifty percent
2: white.
3: I guess, yeah. <laughs> I was 50% raised here though. It's I'm like fifty percent white. You know, I'm like white. Niccolo, you know from he's fifty oh, percent Bled
2: white. So we make one hundred percent white.
3: Yes. <laughs> so we'll put there together, we go.
0: can you guys assert your white privilege so Jesus and I can get some things done?
1: Yeah. Give <laughs> yeah. me a beer, <laughs> woman. Yeah, you guys do uh-uh. like you guys combined. I guess do some like enough white things to make one white person.
0: person? Yeah. I would say that. <laughs> well,
3: yeah.
1: <laughs> well, maybe. Aldo's so, a little weird, to be honest with you. Aldo's half I don't alien. I think of Aldo is. Like I think Aldo's
0: an white. alien. No, when I first met Aldo, I was like, Not dude, that, that white guy it. was so rude. I totally thought he was super white when I first met him. Really? Yeah. Which guy? Aldo.
3: She oh. when she first met me at that stupid block party. Oh, he was That's a, tired. He
0: was a rude white man. I was like, that is the white privilege if I've ever seen it.
1: Well, that, that block party was rough.
0: Man. <laughs> okay, so um, a man allegedly harasses El Paso Applebee's customers for speaking Spanish. So nope. if you haven't seen the video, kind of went viral on Facebook, um, and so just the little the it was two or four group whatever of high school freshmen that or yeah freshmen that were eating lunch. It's the one lunch, on the west side
4: by the Mesa Hills. By by the I love pit. how they plan put explicit yeah, that one. Yeah,
0: they were eating lunch, uh, went to the bathroom, and they were speaking Spanish in the restroom. And this man just started calling us, I believe, fucking Mexicans. You should go back to your own country. Uh, the man in the video appears to be super inebriated, which doesn't excuse his behavior. I think it just right. makes it worse. Um, he says, I'd rather go to jail than live in an America where a piece of shit like you lives. The man says, he later says, piece of shit. Mexicans do whatever the fuck they want. The incident (laughs) appears to have happened at Applebee's on Mesa street near Mesa. Did we post it? No, we didn't post it. Um, and so in the video too, you can see the manager uh, talking to the mom because they they call their moms. I mean their kids, uh, apologizing for the situation. Of the man walked off. But why didn't anyone kick his ass? Like, yeah, there were some Mexicans. There were some people. I guess that were Hispanic that were yelling World Star instead of yelling World, World Star, Star. You should be yeah, fighting wh- injustice.
1: Exactly. You do. You start the fight first, and then somebody records it. That's how World Star I works. Well, hello, and, you want to get the Stop. sound on this? You Don't just yeah. yell World Star and then record him. Like,
3: I guarantee I can beat the shit hey, out of all hey, of you. Hey, get out. Hey, I'm out. Out. Hey, calling the police. I know. Uh, they're my Fuck kids. It. I'd rather We're go so to stop. jail than sh-
1: live in an America where There's a piece a- of shit like
2: you do. I love
1: it. I love it. Man, it's like you know. I never advocate like I'm. I'm not a violent guy, and I don't get into fights. But it's people like that that you see. You just you just wish they just fucking get their ass kicked. You should just do it. somebody just you know you know what I mean. Or
0: why did nobody kick? Like it, you wished if, if, if that would happened would've down, just down in the east side, I want to say them. you would have got your fucking ass whooped. Yeah, it's because everyone on the west side is like really like fucking, you know. Yeah,
1: everybody's all bougie and yeah, shit everyone's out there. So bougie, oh. Yeah,
0: if that was on the west the east side, people would <laughs> right? got their fucking asses handed to them.
1: What a turn! It would have been
0: everyone's fucking deals. Sometimes
1: you know like, I'm all about old school justice. Yeah. Street justice. Where
0: was the old UTEP Sometimes, man? Remember when he was like, yeah, with the dukes? Where UTEP, that yeah. UTEP
2: <laughs>
3: grandpa? The grandpa
2: yeah, yeah. Where was that the, man. What were they fighting over? Discada or something yeah. like that? Sometimes yeah.
3: people need to get their asses kicked to learn a lesson. I thought I you were talking a... about Sonic Man from UTEP. No, I'm talking <laughs> about the, the <laughs> old the the man. The, the, yeah, the little oh, yeah, I that.
2: You know what, who I saw? The, the old the man. The Sandman. Oh yeah! I actually saw that dude. I didn't see it on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram. Oh, I Thomas s- Hayden Church? No, no. Oh, the guy that that, that makes all about. the pictures. It's on the, on the east side. Yeah, on the, the street. Oh. Out of sand. Yeah. Out of sand. About Spider Man Three. Saw him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but what do we think about this uh, <laughs> this kind of stuff happening in our own backyard?
3: Well, that's um, crazy, man. You gotta. Pff, I would never say anything like that. Well, because I mean, you're I mean, you're not like that. Yeah, yeah, well, you know racist. what you know what I mean. But I mean, <laughs> even if I was a racist, <laughs> I wouldn't go there. So you're getting like eighty percent Hispanics. You must have been be a racist in
0: private, like everybody else. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah man, man. That's
1: what the internet's for. That's what
0: Facebook's for. I also for. feel like Donald Trump has given these people kind of wings to. I agree. Ex- express. He's making it like, like okay, yeah. like it's
1: like it's Which cool. Is
2: crazy,
3: right? Yeah, I mean. You know what?
1: Lesson uh, learned. Don't go to Applebee's.
0: How I about love that? Applebee's. Honestly, I love going to that. Applebee's. <laughs> that I love that
3: manager Applebee's. that was in the video. He said, "I apologize for the ignorance." He actually waited on us. He and was he's so actually nice, really no. funny, Applebee's. and he's cool.
2: The South, uh, Mesa the Hills one, next Mesa to Hills. It's one. Okay, that's the best one. Really? The, yeah, I like that one. Actually. I like that one because <laughs> they make the best damn steak. Like they really? make a steak like I like steak. However, I have not been able to find another microwave. Applebee's. <laughs> yeah. I've not been able to find another Applebee's that has been that good. Every single one of them has sucked. And I have to tweet them because I'm like, this sucks. They brought me this burger one time, and it was just disgusting. I even asked the, the server. I was like, would you eat this? Would you eat this? Damn. She's like, I just, yeah. And she was yeah, like, she's uh, like, I just work here, dude. <laughs> yeah, I don't no. eat here. Yeah, I don't I know, pissed. mister. I'm she getting like, out of here
1: in 10 minutes. She, Can she I said close no you out.: though. She really?
2: told me she wouldn't eat that. She was yeah. like, I wouldn't eat that.
0: We had a, a similar horrible experience at one of the what, Applebee's uh, back on Red or something. <laughs> oh, my yeah, that God. one. This yeah. seems, that's that's the one. seems to be a pattern. That was awful. Ooh. That one was, she was like, fucking wild. We literally had, it was like a speed dating for servers or something. <laughs> we had like eight different servers. We were like, who the fuck are we tipping? And then she was like yelling, hey, are you going to go to the party tomorrow? Oh, no, I work, dude. Like, And then like yelling and like
3: our waiter was all squirrely too her eyes were like I think she was on
0: and then the hostess oh Aldo made this gross comment the hostess was pregnant right and she was taking she was like taking her order and taking everybody's order she was like hustling and he was like oh that poor baby's gonna be all licuado when it comes out she
3: was like she was running and and everything dude (laughs)
1: Man, that sucks. Poor lady. I it's know. All it's pregnant. That's why
3: I, I felt bad because I'm like, who am I tipping? I'm not tipping this girl because she came here once.
1: We tipped the baby.
3: We tipped. <laughs> we tipped the baby. <laughs> yeah. I hope that money went to the pregnant girl. <laughs> that's, that's crazy, yeah. though. Yeah, so this they whole... need to step
2: up their fucking game, though. Shout out, but shout out to the Mesa Hills yeah. ones because that they're one is good. Awesome. I do like that for sure. Dude, one. those yeah.
0: wings, the boneless wings, dude, after 9 p.m., they're 39 cents.
2: That's awesome. I mean, can you what? beat that?
0: What? Can you beat you that? beat that with a stick. Nope. Nope.
2: So um, that probably you know, shouldn't either because that's racist Except for those <laughs>
1: racists.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, you can now. go to that Applebee's.
3: Apparently it's really good. But I mean, watch out. This guy might be back there <laughs> yeah. if you're maybe brown skinned or, or yellow racist or racist. Some people were saying
0: like, oh, poor dude, he's just drunk. But like that whole, that the whole that expression is like a drunk man's uh, words, words or a sober man's thoughts. Right.
1: Yeah, yeah, I know that's crazy. I mean, it doesn't yeah. surprise me at all that. I mean, I, I think this shit exists all over the country. You nobody, nobody's would this guy
3: yet.
2: Uh, I yeah, yeah, there was a chick that that commented on one of the posts on Facebook, um,
1: from another. Uh, yeah, you know, what's crazy. Media he looks site. he looks really young too, man. That's what's so yeah. sad to me is yeah. that that guy looks like he's our age, and yeah, it's just like, Dude, why? What the fuck? How I did? I thought
0: we were stamping what out. Happened racism? to
1: your upbringing, yeah. man?
2: You know, this lady so said sad. Though, that he was like he's an alcoholic and he's just nuts like
1: yeah and he might legitimately be insane, you know yeah. he might legitimately have some mental health yeah. issues that we don't know about that's not, what she said you know
0: kick his ass i don't give a shit kick his, <laughs> ass, kick his ass give
1: him another one
0: kick his fucking
1: ass well yeah who knows i mean cuz you have to be a little either super fucking drunk to or do that super fucking or stupid. super stupid and crazy you know or there's got to be something yeah. wrong with your head to lash out like that in public you know
3: yeah something's wrong yeah you something's don't... not right in that I wish guy's some guy head. Would have aside from up just with being
1: him. racist i mean there's probably not something There's probably some screw loose in there.
2: Think about the situation after seeing the video. um, Squaring up with a guy like that, like the manager was there, right? (laughs) And then there were like 13-year-olds. They're not going to kick his ass.
1: Yeah, Uh, He was threatening them, right? You're wearing
2: a sombrero. (laughs) So like the manager's – I really think (laughs) that the manager did a really great job because his first thought was the safety of the people behind him rather than – because if he had started a fight with him and started to hit him – who knows what would have happened? Yeah, he's
3: on the clock. He can't yeah, do that.
2: Exactly. Well, yeah, exactly. That too. Yeah. Um. So I think he did the right thing by protecting the family rather than going after yeah. the guy.
0: I, especially because they were there yeah. without their parents yeah. at first. And yeah. so you need an advocate, obviously. So, so yeah, I, I, yeah, I totally agree. But I think I, I wish a patron would have like, it, exactly.
1: just yeah that's yeah. what that's the shit that i don't like too it's like i mean you know a lot of people Everybody are like oh watched. fuck i don't want to get involved in something yeah. but dude Come you know on. if you're if you're if you're a bystander and you watch people get abused and, and you're just sitting there fucking eating you're your eating bad. your molten lava cake oh that <laughs> <Yeah>. guy's racist <laughs> where's <laughs> like, you know, where you're complicit yeah. in it man like exactly. step up and fucking be a man until i gotta fuck off it's, exactly. but, but that's that's also kind of funny because i
2: was watching this uh Comedian, I don't know. It wasn't Carlos Whatever. Mencia. I'm all fired up about it. it was it. was another Hispanic comedian, but he said something like that. He's like, well, we're Hispanic. We're, we're not like that. We watch from the
1: sidelines and we go, oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> exactly.
1: check Yeah, right. Out. Everybody's a yick yelling yeah. a st- world stupid.
3: star. This
0: is yeah. the time to stand up for shit. Yeah, not dude, to yell yeah. fucking don't funny yell fucking shit. Don't yell fucking
1: world star. How about Jesus. you stand up for something?
3: Where's, and- exactly. Where's Joel Quinones when you need him? You know, what exactly. would you do? What would you What's do? What's his name?
0: Don, Don is, Quinones?
3: It, is it Don Quinones? I thought it was Joel. Joel uh, Quiñones
0: Dan Quiñones
3: oh well sorry wait isn't that a
1: local guy Dang, you, I but I know, know what you're talking about. The, yeah. the, the what would you do? You what yeah. would you do, guy? Yeah. It's in it, just John Quinones. John, John Quinones. Quinones. John Quinones. <laughs> I'm
3: sorry, I said Joel. Sorry.
1: You know uh, that? You know that show? I think when it first started, used to be really interesting because they used to present like some really interesting it situations. Yeah. It was. And then it just became like so crazy. Like yeah. they just started, you know, grasping at straws for like situations like, to put people in. This
0: guy brings like a bucket from yeah. Home Depot and he's putting froyo into yeah, it's it. Yeah. Like ridiculous shit. Froyo. Like, what almost, would you do? Like grab some spoons to help it? Like, are you It became
3: like a parody exactly of itself. Like. Uh, uh, yeah. Same thing with uh what is it called? Cutthroat Kitchen. The first oh, yeah. season, first season was like show. really cool and then at the the third season they're using like lobster claws to fucking yeah. stir up the yeah, fucking I food. I think I
1: think that show definitely like jumped the shark eventually. Yeah, so we've got so like Steven ten
0: Steven Siegel no. said Love Me Some Applebees. So talking yeah. about movies, so we Steve. always do this To the movie dude. Yeah, Let's I know. you want to introduce the movie?
1: Should, are we, are we going to do Yeah, we, we should We need to do it because we screwed it last yeah, week. let's get into uh, it. We did. Uh, so this week, in case anybody, hopefully you guys saw on our social media or whatever, we always watch a thing on Netflix. I recommended that we watch a documentary. And I guess I tend to have a tendency. I've been picking really Depressing sad stuff. Shit. Yeah, I'm going to. Very sad. I'm going to uplift it. Um, but Because uh, it makes me think. I like stuff that makes me really think and reflect. And they tend to be stuff that are serious. So that's all. But anyway, so we saw this documentary called Rich Hill, R-I-C-H, Hill. Uh Um, And it's uh, not a name. It refers to a place, a city, I believe, a town of like 1,300 people in Missouri, rural Missouri.
3: Yeah.
1: And it follows this. uh, The filmmakers were actually people that were have family there. So they have a history in the area. And they came back and, and filmed this documentary. And it follows the lives of three separate boys who live in the community. Um, Andrew Harley and Apache—that's the. That kid's was a name. cool name. Yeah, it's kind of cool. And, he was um, the dumbest one though. And it, and it's so the basically I like I love documentaries like this that are like sort of cinema verite where they just like it's just a fly on the wall, just a cameras just there watching the lives go by. There's no interaction. There's you know there's very little interaction so with the no camera. There's no host or
2: narrative. Yeah, there's yeah. no
1: narration. There's no guide. It's just a snapshot of these people's lives. Um, and I think it was actually I, the reason I recommended it was because I feel like I should have recommended this maybe earlier when the Trump election happened. Um, but I feel like these are the kinds of people that, that voted vote for Trump. him. That's exactly what I told all because they're racist and shitty. Because they're dumb. Because beca-
3: <laughs> they're dumb. <laughs>
1: I wasn't gonna insult them, but because they're forgotten yeah. and, and and they're they also maybe like they, they they they're poor as fuck, man. Like you know, uh, uh, being poor and and not having a lot is not something exclusively for black people or minorities. You know. Right. There's a lot of white exactly. rural poor that yes. we forget about too. It's you know, true. It's what did yellow. you guys think about the movie? That's I, my spiel.
0: I thought the most horrific part of the whole movie was how dirty their fucking houses were. Oh, yeah. Dirty fucking houses, dude. And like, they didn't even have running water. That kid Andrew, they had to like heat
1: water on, on a freaking iron. iron. Did you see that they yeah. had an iron in a pot upside down, so the iron was generating heat, and they were also using a, a coffee, coffee pot? maker,
0: yeah, to so put water sad, in though. the bathtub so they could take a bath. And then they're yeah. all going to bathe in that water. Yeah. Oh, my God. The, the I houses. mean, they're essentially
1: what we define not to be offensive, but they're essentially white trash. trash. That's That's essentially what it my is. mom
0: always says you can be poor and you, or you can be dirty, but you can't be both. You can't be poor and dirty. And I agree.
3: What did you think about Your mom it? has a lot of rules. <laughs> 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 um,
0: I thought that it was good. I thought that the most, the saddest story was Harley's story because yes. um, of all the things oh, he endured yeah. as a child went through. and his mom being in prison. Um, he had a lot of anger issues, but given the c- circumstances that he went through, I understand. Um I yeah. thought all of them I mean there's there's clearly 12 13 years old smoking and yeah. no supervision they're playing with fireworks outside crazy shit dude
3: you know, um me as a teacher I could see definitely uh, some of the learning disabilities you could see or the the yeah. anger you know this she's saying that this Apache kid is ODD and that's uh, what is it um like O-D-D. you don't ODD like you don't w- do well with authority it's called oh, okay. it obs, obs uh, i don't remember what is odd <laughs> what is ODD? oppositional defiant disorder ah, yeah, oppositional defiant if you if if you are authority in the classroom you know this kid might have a really difficult time yeah a disorder trusting you
0: in a child marked by defiant and disobedient behavior to authority
3: figures yeah and, and you know obviously
1: aside from maybe andrew i think who was the youngest one i think right the the one with the twin sister the one that we all liked. yeah, um, yeah. i think um they, yeah the other two boys like He's always gotten fights at school, that harley kid the the older one he's the oldest of all of them um you know he's always get, trying to get out of school pretending he's sick because yeah. he just doesn't want to be there he Why? wants to go
3: be with his grandma buying mm-hmm. knives and stuff yeah
0: it's scary it's so and this is like it's sad it's like the throwaway people they're, yeah they're know? like
1: people that like you know that like f- i don't want to say weak i don't you know it's not like anything happened to them on purpose
3: it's just, but it's like it's like society
1: you've just fucking forgot about them like, and they, I feel just, like they exist, and that's it
0: there's those people in every race I feel like you know which part
1: where I thought was so trippy I don't know if you guys caught it too but it's such a surreal moment is like when they're having their their little town they have a scene where they're having the town parade it's like 4th of July or something, oh, and they're yeah. playing the mm-hmm. anthem or something, yeah. and it's all off-key. Of yeah. You notice oh, how bad it yeah. was? It's it was just awful. Like...
0: And they just let those kids play with fireworks, dude. Like, what? I was never allowed with fireworks. She's
3: obsessed with fireworks. I know. You really don't like fireworks I in teenagers, Eileen. <laughs> <laughs> Why, baby? I
0: never was allowed to play with them. I don't see the appeal. I, I don't saw, like to be there, to be I don't honest, see the appeal. I saw I never play a with kid's hand get blown off, dude, because <laughs> when was, was like, fuck, on this thing on Instagram I follow, like the autopsy stuff, and it was like... Like, awareness for, like, don't let your kids blow up fireworks yeah. and get too close. His fucking hand was mangled. I don't like fireworks. Well, I
1: mean, uh, I mean, uh, well, I think, let's say, uh, I think that's playing with fireworks is probably the least concerning thing that they do. Mm-hmm. All the smoking cigarettes, they all just smoke indoors. Yeah. And yeah. Right in the house. He's, he lights up right in front of his grandma and she's sitting there smoking a cigarette too. So, what do they give a shit? They're all just. I thought you it know, was speaking incredibly of sad. Fireworks. So much monster energy.
3: Yeah, yeah, they drink a lot of monsters. Speaking so of fireworks, uh, Steven Scarzga, the guy who's. Commenting on here, I think he burned his hand really bad one time during the Fourth of July thing we were having. Uh-oh. Steven, was can you a, confirm? Was it a snake or a sparkler? Steven? Uh, I don't. I think it was yeah. just something. Maybe, but, it was, um, maybe it was him. I so
1: I so I saw this documentary. It's been on Netflix for a while. And I saw it about, probably about a year ago, and I, I just I kind of ran into it again. And I've always it's one of my favorite documentaries ever. This one. So Rich yeah, yeah. so I wanted to share, so, it with and I you put guys. it up on the screen
2: for everybody cool. to see.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's go check it out. I think it's a part of, especially here in El Paso, right here, like on a topic of what we're saying. Ninety percent Hispanic, you know, we're all kind of used to seeing each other, and we feel like we have an idea maybe about what we define as poor, even if within our own families. You know, there's other avenues of poor and other forgotten people in this country that happen to also be white. Yeah. And they're not. They don't look like us, but they're struggling fucking way worse than you could ever imagine.
0: So bad, dude. Yeah, so you are. Bad. Yeah,
1: like the the that one kid, the Andrew, the sweet one. You know, his dad was like always trying to find some like crazy yeah. job yeah, to that's, make money, but he didn't
3: like to work. in like conventional. To what a lazy nine man!
0: What a lazy he was man! Who's
3: just looking for like some next big you know money these kids have
1: like super tragic lives
3: and he would say you know I don't like money but I mean when it comes to
0: but you fit kids need food and they need lights and water and shit like that and that's what I said. I I told Eileen
3: that guy should be working in a supermarket you know it's easy
0: I think also a really sad story was one that I would have liked to learn more about was Apache's mother. How she yeah. said she went from her mama's house to being the mom. It seems there was like
1: six kids in that house. She too. was the yeah. one. She was a real mean mom, right? The one that was always fighting. I think yeah. she just man. had it fed up, I think dude. so, too. Just
0: fucking fed up. And I don't even know how many kids she actually had. There was always kids there. And I don't know which ones were hers and which ones yeah. weren't hers. I think she was just super fed up. And but you that just, was just really like sad. You
1: could just like when you're watching these people interact and stuff, you could just like feel the depression like just coming through the screen like right at you it's just so it's a it's a downer i mean i think it's also interesting because the kids are they're funny sometimes and they're they're interesting to see but it's a it's a downer but i think it's also a a really fascinating snapshot at like middle america uh, yeah about a a certain demographic here in the united states that at least here uh, in el paso we don't really see much of but we don't we forget that they exist.
0: exist yeah totally
1: so those are your Trump voters. If you don't, if you want to know who voted for Trump, right there, if they're watch Rich Hill, it's yeah. these types of people, and it's not because they hate you because you're black or brown. I'm sure it's Because they do, want though. a fucking job. The
0: well, mom, Apache's <laughs> mom, had a Confederate flag in the window. So okay, I'm sure all, all right, them all right. Do. true.
1: Yeah. They are in Missouri, but no, but still, you know what I mean? Like that's that like Missouri's That's no. not what defines their life. That's not what defines their struggle. Um,
0: so uh, next week we're doing a different movie, or two weeks we're doing a different one, and Let's I picked one. it. Yeah, yeah, It's gonna be Gaga. Five foot two, and so get ready,
3: girls. <laughs> get ready,
0: guys. So it's a documentary about uh, Lady Gaga and her struggles in being a uh, short,
1: a short person. <laughs> I just found that out today. I didn't know that. Like, I, I knew about it, and I saw the trailer at, like in the side of the screen. and I was just half watching, and I thought it was like just a doc about her life and her career and her upcoming. And then Eileen is like, No, no, it's because I was like, That's a yeah. dumb title. Who cares about how tall she is? I know. And then Eileen's well, like, a real problem. No, that's the that's the what it centers on. It's her height. Yeah. And I'm like, Wait wait a minute are you serious are you fucking are you fucking with me no right we're now? serious and she's it like no yeah, I'm serious and I'm just like oh wow Yeah.
0: <laughs> so we're gonna watch that next time so make sure you check it out uh, we are at the end of our podcast thanks for listening thanks for all your comments everyone that did we'll see you in two weeks don't forget to subscribe on iTunes Stitcher Google Play and don't forget to watch Gaga 5 foot 2 on Netflix and we'll see you next time yeah. later. Uh, Bye. later
1: now I'm stuck
0: in this run for a favor I
3: That we'll never win I
4: never wanted it in the first place I never wanted her